Welcome to the Flying Solo Podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. I'm your host, Robert Gerrish. Flying Solo is an Australian online community and home to stacks of free resources, discussion forums, professional development tools, and a whole lot more. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. My guest today is Babette Bensusen. She's founder of the MindShifts Group. She's won the world's most prestigious award for competitive intelligence. She's co-authored five books, and she knows a thing or two about leadership, let me tell you. So now, with this, this tantalizing topic, who's leading your business? Now, I can imagine a number of our sort of solo community looking at that going, well, you know, that's a daft question. I'm leading my business. But there's a lot more to it than that, isn't there, Babette? There really is. Look, we are all leaders in our own right because we lead, after all, we lead our own lives. But the question is, how well do you lead that life? And therefore, how well do you lead your business? Mm. Now, most people, if we look at energy, let's say, just as an example, I'll start from the basic, I think. Good place to start. It is, it is. We are all made up of atoms, and as atoms, we vibrate in a certain way. And how you vibrate is whether the old story is what you will attract or what into your life, Mm -hmm. okay? So, if you – energy can either be catabolic or anabolic. Catabolic Mm. energy is negative, destructive. Um, It's the I win, you lose approach, which is very much the world we live in today, to be honest, Mm. and particularly the business world. Anabolic energy, on the other hand, is positive, it's healing, it's growing. Now, if you're coming from a catabolic perspective to deal with customers and everything, you're going to draw catabolic energy into your life. And that is things that you will uh, find, you'll find your customers uh, may be defied, they won't answer your questions, they don't get back to you. Why should they? Mm. They're in the I win, you lose situation. Mm. Can I just ask you a question there? Does this, um, let's say that uh, we've got people listening who are in this sort of catabolic space. So the, as you say, I win, you lose. Does this permeate kind of everything that we do if we're like that? Does it permeate our written word as well as our, our sort of verbal? It, it tends to, Mm. it does. It does. If, if you're in the, angle of um, how can I get this client or um, how can I win Um, and and clients, a lot of clients when they don't return emails, when you don't get the phone calls back, you know, when you're a small business, you've got no one behind you. So, if the client doesn't call you back, doesn't give you the feedback or, you know, you say, well, what have I done wrong? Mm. Well, it's, you're coming from the I lose. Mm. I lose and that's the worst way it's not the worst way. That's, that's not the right word. Um, <laughs> it's a really difficult way to live your life as a solo entrepreneur. Mm. Well, look, I can and totally get that. If you're, if you're going through every day expecting to win, then the, the, by definition, every time you don't, you think you've lost. And it's, it's just it's the wrong way. So what do we do? How do we change? Okay. Well, there are several ways. One is understanding how to be more anabolic in things. Uh, that's one key. Second one is 
I'm a firm believer and I have to say I've done this in my life is that I've had a mentor and if not a mentor, I've hired coaches. Mm -hmm. I I really have. I've found them invaluable to have a sounding board. Now, when I started my business, I had a couple of mentors and I had, yeah, I had a couple of mentors. Then as I grew my business, I had an advisory board. And these were people I respected that I could go to and bounce things off or talk about clients. But that was when I was growing my business to become a a bigger business. Mm. Then when I stopped and decided I didn't want this kind of life, I wanted something else, which I'm sure many of your listeners will identify with, I decided to change my life. And so that's when I got a coach to help me to have someone who was independent, impartial, and had only me as their focus okay, so uh, you, when we were together. So are you saying that, uh, are you sort of fessing up to being someone with a, uh, a catabolic history who, who then has oh, an awakening? Oh, yes. Okay. So you had an awakening. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So oh, you knew something wanted, all right, you knew that you wanted to change something. Absolutely. Uh, but what oh. point did you get to where you, where you, where you reached that decision? What, what, what happened? What circumstance created the the real sort of nudge for you where you thought I got to do things differently um there were several things both good and negative I had uh two staff members that were working for me um two consultants Mm -hmm. and uh they ended up fighting (laughs) right okay I said so that was number one I don't need this kind of a headache and and one of them screwed up a client project Hmm really badly that I had to give the client back the money. Right. You know, and it's a small business. You know, you know, I wasn't a big business. I only had about eight, eight staff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big thing. And I kept thinking, I can't keep living like this. The uh, positive thing that happened is I won a global award. Um, so I was recognized globally as being the top in my field. And I said, well, where else am I going to go now? Mm. So I had these two... Um, contradictory things Mm. happening in my life and so I didn't know which way to go and uh, it it really took a lot of soul searching before I realized no I wanted to create the life I wanted and I didn't know how to do it okay well look so that's a you know thank you for sharing that and I think you know as you you mentioned a bit earlier that um, you know you made this this sort of big change and it's and you suggested that this might be something that that our community, yes. our audience, are very familiar with, and I think it certainly is. I think one of the one of the draw cards for many people running their own business is they have this agility and this freedom to move and shift, yes. and you know this um, kind of redesigning, rejuvenating our business life is um, is something that I think a number of us are, are, are looking at and are excited about. So, so just again, just to recap, what you're saying is you got to that point. You said, right, something's got to change around here. There's something. Yeah. I mean, I'm paraphrasing now, but I'm suggesting, I'm guessing that you realize, hey, there's something wrong around here and I'm the leader, so it must be me. So, (laughs) so you then. Absolutely. And you know, Robert, that's the key thing. You've Mm. just said something that's very powerful. I'm the leader, so it must be me. Mm. It is always you, you know, or me. Mm. We are the leader. I said at the very beginning, we are the leader of our own lives. No one leads your life, Robert, except mm. you. Mm. No one leaves my, lives my life except me. Mm. So if I want to change something, if I want to do something different in my life, I have to change me. 
And that is what a lot of people don't get. They keep saying, oh, if only I had more money or, oh, if I only had something better external or if I had, you know, uh, a soul partner or if I had anything. Well, what are you doing to create that in your life? Mm. You are the leader of your life. So what are you doing to make that happen? The buck stops with and you. It does. Mm. And the point is this. The moment you say, if only X and it's external to you, you are playing the victim. Mm. But because so you're saying, go on. Uh, we, go on. <laughs> what you're saying is that you know you you started working with some with a coach and you work with mentors. So yeah. for, again, for someone listening to this, are they are you suggesting? Can we just literally kind of rock up to a coach and go, hey, I'm sick of who I am. I want to change. Yep. I mean, a number of the coaches that um, that I witness, I'm not sure if I want to say that to them. I mean, it's <laughs> you know what I mean. It's you a know, bit um, it's I... a bit of an open uh, invitation there. You, you don't do it to anybody. So, no. there, there has to be several factors that I would suggest. There are a couple of key points. Mm. Number one, make sure that whichever coach you go to, they are registered with the International Coaching Federation. Mm -hmm. Number two, that they are accredited, that they have accomplished and completed certification that is recognized with a, through a course that is recognized by the International Coaching Federation. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people claim to be coaches and have absolutely no training. Sure. What they are may be a mentors, but not necessarily a good coach. Mm. And then, and also presumably someone who's got experience in, in pretty closely That's, what you're trying to achieve, which is, I want to change me. I want to change the way I lead. Correct. So, so the first one, as I said, is registered with the ICF. Second mm -hmm. one, they're accredited with a proper recognized program. Two, that they have... Um, they may have had similar business experience or uh, been through similar things, but I don't know if that's necessarily the key key question. The key for me then is have a chat with them. That most coaches will talk to you to you for about twenty minutes, half an hour, no charge, and see if there's a, a what I call simpatico between yeah. you and the coach. If if there is then that's the right coach. If you feel intimidated by that coach or if you don't feel that they've heard you, that's not the right coach. Mm. And there are lots of coaches out there and lots of good coaches out there. And a coach is someone who won't necessarily tell you what to do but will help guide you in ways of uncovering what is already in you. Mm. I'm going to hold you to your, to your purpose yes. that you've exposed, oh, yeah. I guess. Yes. So what about <laughs> those? to hold you accountable. Sure. But, but what about those people listening, though, who are thinking, well, you know, you're losing me. I'm not going to go and pay for a coach. My business is new. I haven't got the funds to do that. What yep. would you say to somebody, you know, they've sort of listened to this, um, this, you know, this kind of proposition are, that who's leading a business, it's me and, and I'm sort of slightly broken or whatever. Okay. What, would you, what would you say to those people? Well, first of all, people who, I'm going to pull you up on some things. People who say, oh, it's not for me, I'm slightly broke. Well, you've just gone right back to the victim. You know, I've seen too many people where if they want something, we'll find the money for it. Mm -hmm. If you do not believe you're worth the investment for the rest of your life to be a good leader, then, you're then you don't believe in your own power. That's number one. Okay. But I acknowledge that some people have a financial situation that at that moment, they can't 
um, yeah, other, other priorities, other financial other priorities, priorities, perhaps. If you have other priorities, that's a great way of saying it, Robert. If you've got other priorities, you know there are plenty of podcasts, there are plenty of YouTube videos, there are plenty of uh, free articles, books, blogs that you could read every day yep. to help you. Okay. The so The third m- thing. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, okay. carry, no, you carry on. The third thing. So, number one, if you can't afford it, think why is it that you can't afford it? Yep. Is it because you don't feel it's worth it, considering it's your life, or you've got other priorities? Two, there's a whole heap of stuff of self-help type of things on the internet. Three, and this is my favorite, start a gratitude journal. Hmm. Write down every night three things that you're grateful for during the day, three to six things. And if you do that over a time, you'll find that your energy will change. Mm, that's a lovely point, isn't it? Write down, we are, there is so much wonderful uh, joy and caring and happiness in our lives. And, you know, just write it down at the end of the day. It'll make a massive change mm. in people's lives. It's so Gratitude true. is phenomenal. And it's so, um, <clears throat> it's so interesting that, you know, when you think about those people we described at the beginning, the... I win, you lose. Um, you know, I guess they're the people that are sort of swearing at you out of the window of the car because you're not going fast enough or yes. you know, all yes. of those sort of things. And it's so interesting. I, I, I've recently um, become a, a great sort of uh, yoga addict and uh, right. I find it absolutely wonderful the way that it throws me into a, a beautifully tranquil space um you know often sort of three quarters of the way through a day when when my brain is still firing off in totally different directions but it's it's amazing how quickly it can get you there and i yes. think the same with something like a gratitude book when it's there in front of you and you've got a pen in your hand and you've got to write something it makes you look doesn't it, it makes you yes. think and that's look, that's changing a behavior isn't it you can even turn a negative um situation to a positive so let's say you've got a difficult client you can be grateful for that difficult client because that difficult client is teaching you something. And if you learn from that difficult client, it, it only teaches you how to improve. And so that difficult client is in fact a blessing. The lesson from mm. the difficult client is in fact a blessing because if everything was easy, you wouldn't grow. And that difficult client is forcing you to grow. Mm. It's, that's lovely. But I, I remember talking to someone a while ago who had, was, was of a very similar opinion and made a positive point of, of really thanking their difficult clients moments before yes. they fired them, which I think is, a, is, um, is an interesting gesture. But no, that's, a, uh, again, a great point. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's wonderful to think. And I mean, whenever I have a difficult situation now, I keep saying, okay, what am I meant to learn from this? And, you know, I've just got a, uh, a situation that came up for me just, in fact, today. And um, I, I, got, I facilitated some strategy uh, sessions and, and it didn't go, they didn't, it didn't go to my level of satisfaction the way I would have liked it to go. And I realized that, you know, it was a great lesson because sometimes you get so and, – and so I thank the experience because sometimes you get so far away from the end result that the client wants or you get 
a certain sense of perspective of your own self and it it asks you, it questions you. Hmm. And there is nothing more growing than being questioned. Yeah, it's such a good point. And, and sometimes if things don't go anywhere near where you want them to go, it doesn't mean where they went is, is bad or wrong. It's Correct. just, it is merely different. And sometimes in that difference is a learning and an improvement. Correct. And, and if you start thinking of things that way, you become anabolic, which is positive, growing and healing. And therefore, you're going to attract more of these experiences into your life versus the one that, you know, blasts his horn because you're not going too far and sticks the finger up. You know? <laughs> now, what, you what know, and the, Sorry, no, you, you finish and I've got another yeah, question for you. I, I was going to say, that's very catabolic. So that angry person, don't take on their anger. You know, it's theirs. It's not yours. Remember, mm. you lead your life. Mm. Lovely. You're now, not leading this. No, just go on. Okay, I'm, again, I'm trying to. I'm putting myself in a position of someone listening to this, and maybe yeah, someone yeah. who's, um, you know, getting a little bit sort of warm under the collar now and recognizing themselves. Um, <laughs> as, as being perhaps we're you know, all there. We're yeah, all there. a little bit catabolic, and and so. Yeah. You know, it, it, I imagine a number of people who are in that position listening to something like this, if they haven't already pressed stop, you know, they might they might quite soon because it, it's very confronting to suddenly transition and change. Um, and there's only so many people or maybe people that get to a certain stage in their life or in their business business's life where they can where they can actually are brave enough to confront that change. But if someone's going to do that, let's say someone who's fairly hardened, got some habits that maybe aren't the world's best habits, um, you know, some behaviors that absolutely fit mm -hmm. the sort of description that you're talking about. Are they just going to kind of get up one day and say, right, I'm not that person anymore. I'm this person. Or is it, I mean, how, how realistically, how might someone sort of transition in terms of time through this sort of shift, do you think? It, it, it's up to them. It's how much work they want to put into it. It's the same in how much, how long does it take? Um, you've reminded me of an expression where uh, people say, well, how long, you know, how does it feel to be an overnight success? And they turn around and say, yeah, it was 20 years in the making. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's up to how much effort you want to put into it. It really is. Um, to change who, you know, yourself and your attitude it takes practice. Um, it takes effort. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight, you know. Um, it's like you talking about your yoga practice. Mm. To become good at yoga, how long does it take? Oh, well, if you're only going to do it, yeah, but the <laughs> thing is you will become, you become better than others mm. the more you practice. Mm. Well, if you're only going to practice it once a week versus someone who does it seven days a week, who's going to become the, the who's going to change faster? Mm, yep, the one who does point. seven days a week. So that's what I'm saying is that, you know, if we don't have someone, if you really want to change, then you have to work at it. Mm. Okay. So let me just, again, let's just have a little recap where we are. So you're very clearly making some suggestions here that the first thing we need to do is is kind of have some awareness be aware who we are as a leader currently you know are we a good guy or a bad guy not your wording and well, you, no, you'd no, never no, use no. wording like that would you no but robert what I, I would say is it's not what kind of leader are we it's that you lead your life 
no one else does. And I can't tell you how hard that is for a lot of people to accept. Mm. Most people will believe that they are the result of circumstances. And they're not the result of choices. Hmm, good point. Okay. Let me, uh, let me give you an example. Hmm. We have people who have disabilities, right? Different yep. kinds of disabilities. Now, if you speak to those people, and I was just listening to a TEDx talk of one person who has a prioria, you know, the, where they get become old very quickly. Yep. It's a disease of old age. Mm. And this young man who was only 17 turned around and said, please don't misunderstand me. I have a happy life. And he chose to be happy. He's sick. He's aging. He can't do anything. He's stuck, but he chose to be happy. Mm. It's not the circumstances. You know, and that's what people need to remember. You lead your life. No matter what your circumstances, you have choices as to how you want it. It's like the old psychology story, you know, where parents have two twins, boys. One is an optimist and one is a pessimist. And they go to see a psychiatrist and they say, look, we've got one who's overly optimistic and one who's overly pessimistic. I want you to help us. So the psychiatrist uh, gets a room full of toys, beautiful brand new toys, brings in the pessimist and the pessimist bursts into tears. What's wrong? Why are you crying? It's a room full of beautiful toys because I might break them. I might, they might get broken. They'll get used. They'll get destroyed. I can't touch them. So he thought, okay, well, I'll fix the optimist. So he brings the optimist into a room and he filled it up with horse manure. <laughs> and the optimist walks in and goes, oh, how wonderful, and dives into the horse manure. And the, op the psychiatrist says to him, Why do oh, there must be a horse under all this manure. <laughs> you know, it's attitude. <laughs> <laughs> it's your choice. Attitude is a choice. Okay, and so that's but, what I'm trying to say. No, to and, you, and you said it very well. You've said it well. So let's. Uh, I'm just going to take you back there and say, okay. So we've we're talking to someone now who's let's say has has made a decision. Maybe this, hopefully, this podcast has hit them at exactly that time where they yes. just needed that little kind of nudge. And that's as we both know that's often how things work. And you right. and say, right, okay, I'm I'm going to do this. I'm going to work to change the way that I think, the way that I behave, and I'm going to thereby yes. change some of this kind of reality that's around me. I'm going to do exactly as, as this lady Babette told me. I'm going to uh, delve into the whole topic. I'm going to read. I'm going to watch podcasts. I'm going to watch videos. I'm going to keep a note of, of great stuff that's had three good things that have happened during the day. Um, yep. Gratitude journal. Gratitude good. journal. Okay, so I'm doing all of that. What next? Anything else that they should be doing, could be doing, that you would love them to be doing if they're going to continue on with this? Anything else that maybe confirms the the, the change in, in, in how they are or who they are? Any, any other little tips and tools? Uh, I'm just trying to think. Uh, there's meditation as well, of course, but that, that they'd get from the blogs and the YouTubes and the podcasts. There are some great books, uh, Daring Greatly, by Breen Brown yep. is wonderful. Um, there are so many books and so many uh, things they could do. Um, 
there's the Maya Briggs type indicator. That is a tool that's available free online that they could do. And that enables them to understand more about themselves and who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, um, and then the coach, of course, having a coach. Sure. No, look, and I think, I, you know, again, I think, I think what you've confirmed is, is keep going with it. This is not this yeah. is not a sort of weekend course and you come back a different person. Life doesn't work like that, does <laughs> There's it? There's no such thing. No, there, there is no such no. thing. So this is keep this. I, I love the, the, your your comment about meditation, of course, as being just a, a way to very much to hold yourself in the present to to sort of yes. take stock of who you are and where you are at, at regular you intervals know, and yeah. There's also things like uh, mindfulness. There is behavior, you know, being present. They could read uh, Eckhart Tolle's books, The Power of Now. Um, there, there is a vast amount of literature uh, that is available. The other thing is that they could also take classes on um, being mindful or on, um, you know, different aspects of their life. But that I. I put that all in the one bucket. I shouldn't, but I do called self-development, yep. whether it's on YouTube or webinars or, or any of those things or, or books. I call that self-development. Mm. So I'm saying that you've got self-development, which you lead and do. You've got your gratitude journals. You've got your home stuff that you can do meditations at home. Um, you can get a coach. You can also journal, write, I just think that sometimes when you're running your own business, to then sit down and write, well, for me it was. It wasn't exactly the, the thing to do considering, yeah, no. But that wasn't my choice. But it could be other people's choices. Absolutely. Well, look, I think what you're, what you're saying, and I'm going to, to uh, draw us to a bit of a close in a moment, is, is that, that aren't we so lucky that there are so many ways, so many resources, so many there things are. that we can, there are, we can yes. dive into. And look, you know, thank you very much for um, hopefully opening the door a little wider for, for some, of our, some of our communities, some of our listeners that are maybe... Um, aware that maybe the person leading their business um, isn't doing such a great job of it and things could be changed somewhat. So now look, if we want to... yes, Or Robert, Mm -hmm. that the person leading their business is them and they may be able to do a couple of things a little differently. Perfect. All right. Well, that's a lovely, lovely note to end on. So if we want to find out more about you, I know we go to babettebensusan.com and I'll just spell that's Babette, B-A-B-E-T-T-E, Bensusan, B-E-N-S-O-U-S-A-N.com. So Babette, thank you very much for sharing your time oh, with the thank community you, Robert, for the Thank you very much for allowing me to uh, get on my little ballywick. <laughs> that's very and, good. Uh, yeah, and talk about what I'm passionate about and what I love. Great Thank stuff. you for talk that opportunity. You Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo. I'm Robert Gerrish, and we hope you'll join us next time. If you're looking to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, you'll find heaps of resources at flyingsolo.com.au and a supportive community on our forums and Facebook. Thanks for listening. 